hey, what's the best way to start your day? In my humble opinion, it's with Strava Craft Coffee, the delicious CBD-infused coffee that you can now get at the DNVR Bar in York and Colfax. Check out that delicious cold brew we've got on tap. It also now comes in uh, decaf when you order from Strava Craft Coffee. Make sure when you do that, by the way, that you use code DNVR25 to save 25% off your first purchase. When you punch that code in, you're also going to make sure that you get 20% off every shipment when you use their subscription service, which I extremely, which I extremely recommend. CBD-infused coffee helps with chronic headaches, joint pains, IBS, so much more. No coffee jitters if you want three or four cups a day. Share a personal story about Strava. Or C- oh, I'm not supposed. I'm supposed to tell a story. Uh, I love Strava. There's your story. Use code DNVR25. Get 20, 20% off. 25% off. 25% off. What is up, everybody? How are we doing? Welcome into another episode of the DNBA show, brought to you by the DNBR Nuggets, part of the DNBR network. Uh, this podcast, most of our podcasts, actually D-Line, all of our podcasts are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNBR when you sign up to get some no-brainer deals. We're going to tell you more about those later in the show, of course, as we always do. As you might have noticed, it's a skeleton crew today. Dude, it's the best crew. Dude, no parents, no rules. Don't you feel like you're finally alive? Like I've, like most of the time, I just sit here in a, like a cold sweat. I'm like, the huh. next words I utter might be my last year on the podcast. And today, it's a certainty. You're just like wait. You're waiting for Adam to finish speaking. You're like, what are we talking about again? No, it's just me and D-Line today. Let's uh, go. We're gonna have some fun. We will do our best to keep this show on the rails. And of course, Harrison Wind, uh, varsity. Uh, 1A QB1 reporter here at DNBR Nuggets. He'll be joining us live from his hotel room in San Diego. He'll keep wait. us updated on uh, on training camp. What do you think he watched on TV last night? That's a good question. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, like did he bring it with him? Or yeah. Did, it was I don't know if you can stream that, but if you can, that's what he's doing. God. Well, to be Harrison. Do you ever think about how little we know about Harrison? Like, what do we, how does Harrison get down outside of Bachelor in Paradise? Oh, I know everything about Harrison because oh, okay. he's my favorite person on earth, and I ask him questions about himself, and everything he tells me makes me like him more, which is the opposite of almost everyone else I meet. That is, that's a great point. <laughs> he's into statues. He's definitely into Bachelor in Paradise. Big Denver Nuggets guy. We digress. Uh, there's some news in Nuggets Kingdom this morning, Eric. Have you heard the news? The princess is born. They put the... they, From what my understanding... They closed off a room at Ball Arena, and then pink smoke came out of the uh, chimney to let us know that there was a new uh, member of the lineage of Jokic. I don't think any of what you just said is true, <laughs> but that is right. Uh, there's a new there's a new member of the Jokic family. Ognina Jokic was born this morning. I hope I didn't butcher that name. I'm going to try to get it Ognina. get it down right. Although I don't expect to be saying it much because as much as we want to acknowledge this let you know and we're happy for the Jokic family it's also like none of our business isn't it I mean it's our it's our business in that the top human being has procreated and put another like top human being into the gene pool that's big news for humans in general we can assume utility is up in the world today dude everything's a little bit better don't you think don't you feel that way I do feel that way there's like more Jokic in the world today I don't want to um I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I want to really ask you. You really are like wildly uncomfortable for her. No, no. I, I just want to ask you the question that's on everyone's <laughs> minds that no one's asked yet. 
Um, do you, how do you think this will affect him as a player? Just kidding. Don't answer that. I hate that question <laughs> so, so much. Uh, but we're excited for Jokic. By the way, to reiterate and to update you, if you didn't know, if you haven't been tuning in this week, uh, Jokic is not at training camp yet. This is obviously why. Uh, congratulations to he and Natalia. Sounds like everyone's healthy. Great news. Apparently you nailed the pr- pronunciation. Did I? Yeah, say that, it again. Ognjena Jokic? Ognjena. Tried. Okay. Tried my hardest. Okay. Uh, shout out to our to our friends watching from Serbia today, Eric. I, I want to move on. I want to stay in the child realm, okay. but I want to move on a little bit <laughs> by talking to me from the child that wasn't. That's not mine. <laughs> I don't have one yet, but I was thinking. I have no clue how to name it. If I did, her. Uh, so I'm just going to give you now the naming rights to so, my future for, so firstborn you, daughter. So, yeah, so you don't have a daughter coming. But That's if correct. you did have a daughter coming, you would want me to name that child. That is correct. I actually want you to do it now. And I think Michelle's working, so she can't object. Like, I'm committing... To, yeah, is to, there something? Is there some legal binding that's happening? That's, right I'm, like, I'll sign a contract. Like verbal contracts being legally binding? Yeah. Okay, so if you were to have a child, a daughter, a smaller vote, I think, uh, first off, I'd have to call her D-Rad. <laughs> Daddy, if people don't know, Brendan was nicknamed B-Rad at some point in his life. By and myself. And he re- frequently refer to himself as B-Rad if you leave him alone long enough. Yeah. Or if, like, or if I'm on TDSP and I forget. <laughs> He'll call himself B-Rad. So D-Rad for your daughter, right? That's D-Rad? right. D-Rad? Well, I, am I D-Rad? Am I Dad-Rad at that point? <laughs> Dad-Rad. So we would call her B-Rad Jr.? B- D- Dad Rad gave <laughs> gave rise to B Rad. I don't know. I mean, like obviously we're going to use that framework. You can right. choose the, your own letter. I'll allow you a little wiggle room for the name of your own baby. Also, potentially you could name her La Fan. La, La Fan? Fan vote. <laughs> oh my god, this is going just as well as I hoped it would. La Fan. Uh, if you also want to name my unborn daughter in La the Fanda comments, vote. go ahead. Let me know. I'm into it. Or what about um, just like what about just like Brendan too? Fun fact. Here's a fun fact that I learned. No one asked for this. Also not that fun. Brendan and Brenda do not have the same phonetic roots. Brenda oh. is is not actually just the female version of Brendan. It's it's a different name. How about that? How cool is no, that? I, I don't care. All right. Well, we could probably move on. Uh, I saw something really interesting today on the Denver Nuggets Twitter account, the sure. official Twitter account. I sent it to super producer Kale. If he could be so kind as to uh, pull that one up for us. Okay, let's check her Whenever out. you're ready, oh, Kale. Now, there it is. Then and now. Um, by the way, then these are three different thens. I just kind of want to point that out. <laughs> well, then is a very relative term. Yeah, I guess that's it means true. Any t- amount of t- any time that is not right now. So this is year seven for Jokic, right? And he's a father now. Uh, Jamal Murray finally bursts onto the scene in the playoffs. Now he's got to recover from this injury. Michael Porter Jr., that big contract, a lot of talk about him. Will he be the most improved player? They're all Denver Nuggets, and they were once all drafted by the architect, Tim Connolly. Eric, I want to see what you remember about then. Then's oh, plural. Okay? I remember I remember back then when they used to smile and wear hats. Yeah, you were happy back then. <laughs> I was. That things were things had changed. Uh but things things have changed. So we'll start with MPJ, most recent. Okay. MPJ was drafted in 2018, according okay. to my research slash. Before memory. we go into this, I just want to make it clear I don't remember anything about anything. I don't remember yesterday. Yeah, this should go good. All okay, right, let's perfect. All right, 2018, Eric, MPJ was drafted by the Denver Nuggets. 
Uh, what was what finished number one in the domestic box office in 2018? Which film? Twenty. Let me think about this. What is what is this year's uh, year? This is 2021. 20, which okay. I surprisingly am not sure about. Which is the year that we n- didn't leave our homes and nothing happened? Was that 2020? Well, that was, it's 2020 through 2021. Okay, so this was two years before the undoing. So two years before the undoing, that was right when I first started working with BSN. I'm giving me giving myself all these time uh, landmarks that I'm going to end up coming up with no answer as a result. I think it it had to have been a Star Wars film. Uh, that is incorrect. God damn it! Kind of close though. Does that help at all? No. Uh, Avengers was it Avengers? It was, okay, Avengers finished number two, but it was an MCU film. Anyone in the in the in the comments, was, you're all wrong so far. Was, 2018, number one box office end of the year. Was it uh, like a <clears throat> Thor or some shit? I don't know. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black, I said it. Black Panther. You, you heard did. me say it. You Let's were going to go. get canceled too if you Dude. didn't remember that, man. I was going to clip it, but uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Eric's Eric's with that was, it. That was pretty good, right? Uh, no, you got there eventually after I told you. How about the year-end Billboard <laughs> charts? Number one by year's end on the Billboard Top 100 for the year 2018. So that's music, right? That is correct. <laughs> uh, was it Jesus Christ? Uh, was it? Let me think about this. Was just, it? T- was it Taylor Swift? Good guess. No, it wasn't. Uh, for take take the viewers and and listeners behind the curtain a little bit. Before this show, Eric and I were talking about how out of touch we've gotten already yeah, culturally. Uh, that's right. That was a great lead in for this segment. Sure. Well, hold off. I mean, if if we're talking about being in touch, being like being able to conjure Black Panther and Taylor Swift at the drop of a hat, I'm like happy to leave that party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't Taylor Swift. I'll Who give you another it? guess, though. Okay. You're, you're in the right. Okay, is it? Uh, yeah, because it's like some bullshit pop music. Uh, was it <sighs> Kanye West? So close. It was Drake. God, oh, you God's plan. Oh. God's plan was. Turns for out you God's to, plan was to shut the world down, down shortly thereafter, <laughs> <laughs> and for you to not remember anything. <laughs> for you to not remember a word of it. That's. Um, I googled all this just to double check. I'm sure I still got it wrong. 2016, Jamal Murray was drafted. I cover the Nuggets. Uh, domestic box office number one for 2016, end of the year. What was it? 2016. This, this was a dark year in culture. That's what I learned doing this research. Oh my god! So that wow. <laughs> what what was the top movie in 2016? I'll give you a hint. It's it's terrible. Really? It's really bad. It's so it's not an Avengers movie, is it? No. I like Avengers. It's not a Marvel movie? It's not a Marvel movie, although there are bad 2016? ones. 2016? 2016. Yo, I, I, I don't even have a guess. What is Is it Star Yo, Wars? Is what? it like Fantastic Beasts or something It's not Fantastic like Beasts. I'm going to wait and see. I'm just I'm stretching a little bit. I'm curious if the commenters get it. You guys are all going to laugh. It was Finding Dory. The oh, Finding well, Nemo well, sequel. It's that's, fine. I mean, come on. That that's actually bad. That's actually a brighter universe. That, that's actually like a creative endeavor. It's made for young and old alike. It unites generations. Is it a creative endeavor? <laughs> no, the first one was a creative well, endeavor. Well, I mean, it's a creative endeavor in that those films, are they, they start with just a blank screen, and then they make the whole thing. None of that's real. Are you just explaining the concept of I, art to me right I now? I apparently have to. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, okay, how about Billboard Year End? I'll give you a hint. Number one, number two, same Artist this same year. artist uh, had a 
double shotgun coming first. So, someone's telling me that's actually a great movie, by the way. Haven't seen it. I just would have thought it's the sequel to Finding Nemo wouldn't have topped the charts. <sighs> so let me think. So Jamal Murray was drafted this year. This is the Jamal Murray year, 2016. Is that what you're talking about? And so 2016. <laughs> in Josh the- Barnett from Down Under is feeling it. Shouts our boy Nemo. Do you guys claim Nemo? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's Australian. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's right. Like, so yeah, Serbia has Jokic, Argentina has Faku, and obviously Australia has as uh, Dory and uh, Nemo. Um, I have no guess. The top two. I'm going to say Drake again because we can't get out of this ni- this waking nightmare involving Drake. What is it? No, he is going to be number one for the next like ten years though. So buckle up. Uh, it was Justin Bieber. Love yourself. Uh, Justin Bieber, which Wait, su- wasn't even Peaches, which surprisingly beat out Justin Bieber's Sorry, which I would have thought would have been number one. Do you remember those tracks, Eric? I'm sorry to say I don't. Is it is it too late now to say <laughs> sorry? That's the thing we were talking about the decentralization of. Uh, pop culture and now there was just one source it was called MTV I used to watch it every day I'd come home and I knew what the only music you were allowed to like was because they told you and then you had to pick which was your favorite of the ones you were allowed to like and now you can just like whatever you want there's no thing so the old music television channel that's where I watched all my favorite dating shows well now now you watch ridiculousness all day every day dude what a curse did you know those are scripted the, the videos themselves are scripted. There's someone whose job it is to coordinate. I digress. I'm also sharing inf- misinformation. I don't know if that's true. I heard that one time from a person. Let's move on. Nikola Jokic, 2014. That's when he was drafted. Oh, Eric, what was number one in the domestic box office in the year 2014? 2014. Let's see. Uh, Star Wars. No. Marvel movie. Yes. Uh, Which one? The Avengers. No. Uh, Iron Man. No. <laughs> Why is it taking you so long to say yes or no? <laughs> I'm trying to read the comments too. While <laughs> um, okay, so not Iron Man, not the Avengers. What are th- do people like? Uh, Spider-Man? Spider-Man? <laughs> was it a Spider-Man year? Come on. Can you say that again? Are you saying that plural on purpose? Like my attorney, less Spider-Man? <laughs> it's Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Shout oh, out Ben. Guardians of the ben, Galaxy. Is that that's a pretty good movie. I like that movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. I that intro that. is great. What? I contributed to that being the top movie. I paid money to go watch it. Oh, I thought you were about to tell me you were like in on the art design. I was, yeah, I'm I like, like I, oh, shit, I made up. that movie. I yeah. <laughs> so what, are you, what are you doing chained to that <laughs> exposed brick dungeon over there? I should, yeah, I should ask for some royalty checks. All right, let's move on to 2014. Uh, the Nuggets took Nikola Jokic here. in the second round. Oh, yeah. Whatever, dude. It's my first time hosting. Dude, we need Adam. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Billboard, same thing. Year end. What was number one on the Billboard list in 2014? Oh my God, Drake, dude! I don't know Taylor Swift. What is it? Who? Happy by Pharrell Williams. I goddamn love that song. That's a great I hate myself song. for not knowing. That's that. a great song. When that song came out, they it had a video. Do you remember this? There was a twenty-four hours straight of that video where it just followed a different person performing that a dance to that song one after the next and when it finished it just panned to the next person they started up and did their dance and i watched it for like eight hours we should do that together after the show drink some dixie and just watch the happy video I together dixie dude just oh, being okay. around you makes me feel happy oh thanks man <laughs> are, are you ready for a hard left turn from happiness yes how about the time person of the year in 2014 2014 time person of the year Okay, this feels like a landmine. Uh, you've served me. Uh, oof, would it have been? 
2014. Was it Nikola Jokic? <laughs> That's a good guess. Uh, it's a good guess, Ron, but I'd be surprised if the network was concerned with a wooden ship. No, it is uh, the Ebola fighters, dude. Healthcare oh. workers, scientists, nurses, ambulance attendees, and others who fought the devastating Ebola virus. By the way, Ebola, like what? What up, Ebola virus? Yeah, virus yeah. Fighters? Ebola. What? You, come at us now. I barely okay. even remember the Ebola. Dude, thing, Ebola dude. was so much scarier too. It was like sounded like it was, it was like flesh eating. It's gonna take over the world. Turns out. Man, Ebola, you're small time, dude. Small time. What were the other ones? Was the av- was the bird flu? We had the uh, yeah. There was bird the the avian flu. Are we gonna? I don't know. If listing pandemics. I don't know. I think great. people are into it. I'll tell you this. <laughs> Let's make this show fun. People need to laugh. Um, I got swine flu. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, dude. my hell dad. Yeah. Um, I also had swine flu. My did you really? Yeah. So my dad, for my birthday that year, he got me a uh, magazine with the swine flu story. Like he wrapped it and gave it. Yeah. To, that was the, he didn't give me an actual present. That's what he gave me. But he turned sixty that year, so I gave him his AARP card for his birthday. <laughs> That's fun, right? Yeah, I got to uh, go to the hospital with a hundred and eight degree Kale, you fever when I got swine flu. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. He is mic'd up. So well, everyone, I don't ever know. Everyone Sometimes- gets to hear. Kale, HIPAA, just- HIPAA. Keep that stuff to yourself. Yeah, okay, right? I was right? twelve. I'm sorry. Come on, Kale. <laughs> How do you guys feel about nad break? Because I could use one. Um, hey, have you guys heard about uh, ball, as in ball arena? Hell yeah, bro. Guess what, Eric? What? Ball has been practicing diversity and inclusion for years, while other major companies just talked about it as workplace idealism. Do you know that? Ball just bees about it. That's right. Their culture of belonging has been noticed by the human rights campaign. They have a corporate equality index score of 100%. So objectively, D-Line Co., your background, whatever that may be, it will not prevent you from succeeding What if it's there. as checkered as my shirt? Uh, no, dude. No, Doesn't that's matter. that's why they use the word objectively. Yeah, a hundred percent on that corporate equality index score. So, just so you know, man, it's just your hard work and commitment that matters. I hope that inspires you, Eric. Because once you work at Ball, there are lots of groups to join to represent your unique background. If you want to meet people, reach new career heights, get support. Ball supports groups like the Society of Women Engineers and many others. So that's the deal, Eric. And if you want to work at Ball, if that sounds appealing to you at home. Text GOLDEN to 77222 and you'll get linked to open positions at their aluminum can manufacturing plant. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. Or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. Damn it, Let's freaking go, dude. Ah. 77222. GOLDEN, get a job. Um, What was I talking about? DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Also, for those of you... Who uh who didn't know they're an official official sports betting partner of the NFL. So we told you at the start of the show that when you sign up and you download that app, if you use promo code DNVR, you're privy to some sweet deals. How about this one? Right now, for all new customers, if you bet just one dollar on any football game, you receive $150 in free bets instantly, no matter what. How do you not do this? If you hear us say this all the time and you're legally allowed to do it, you are leaving money. You don't live in Australia. You're not rooting on Nemo or you're in you know Serbia or something you're here in Colorado you've not take advantage of buying $150 for a dollar what do you do? you're like literally just a bad consumer yeah like you don't have to go down the DraftKings wormhole if you don't want to no just get the 150 just bucks. take the free money yeah and then you just then you just listen to RK and he'll tell you to bet it on something weird that'll hit and then that'll be money you yeah have. Like if you do want to go down the DraftKings wormhole, you you listen to the DNVR bet show, oh, and they're going to help you get hooked up, especially with these same game parlays, Eric, which allow you to combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. 
This week, place the same game parlay on any NFL game. You'll be credited up to $25, even if your bet loses. More free money. I mean, what are we talking about here? DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Deep breath. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to receive $150 in free bets instantly when you place $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code DNVR to get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Back Dude, here. Holy smokes. Wow. What, a, what an ad read. People clamoring for me to do the ad read. But you should all, do the next one. But only because they want to laugh at me. Yeah. You did a very workmanlike job there. Thanks, man. I'm feeling... <laughs> I don't know. Someone's got to try to hold this thing together, you well, know? Uh, no, you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> what, the, what the H? Yeah, uh, you're on this pod, too. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just trying to keep our heads above water. <laughs> just keep swimming, Brendan. <laughs> hey, Eric, did you hear about Joel Embiid's comments this morning about Ben Simmons? I'd love to hear you tell me about them. All right, cool. Let's get everyone caught up. So Sam Amick of The Athletic, you guys released a piece uh, about Ben Simmons basically admitting uh, that he just doesn't want to play with Joel Embiid anymore. It's not necessarily personal, but it's it doesn't the fit isn't there. I should clarify these aren't Ben Simmons's quotes, but these this is sourced reporting about Ben Simmons, presumably coming from his agent or other people close to Ben Simmons. Uh, well, Joel Embiid got wind of that, Eric, and he was asked about that today, um, and that surprised him. He, he had a really, really long answer, but here's one section that's particularly germane. I feel like our teams have always been built around his needs, oh, so it was no. kind of surprising to see. I mean, the reason we signed Al Horford is Ben Simmons. We got rid of Jimmy because he needed the ball in his hands. Joel Embiid went on to say that he still thinks that's a mistake to have gotten rid of Jimmy. Oh, so, my God. This is getting better and better. <laughs> he goes on to say... He, he, well, he went, this is during a press conference? Yeah, this, and so he went on to say uh, that he still hopes Ben comes back, that he's not... Wait, you so know, you can punch him? There's no... Like, the, the team is still better with Ben Simmons around. They're not, they're not better off without him. Um, but he simply said that, that he was surprised because over the course of these two in Philly, it has been oriented around Ben Simmons. Well, that's the, the funny thing is that, that everybody on earth looks at that team and talks about what a terrible fit they are. But it, I guess when the two people involved, if somebody actually says that it becomes a little bit more real but yes they are a terrible fit <laughs> everybody knows they are a terrible fit um i cannot believe how down bad the 76ers are they have to figure out what to do with this they have absolutely no leverage it makes you oh man it makes me like want to get in on it somehow but like i don't want to break up our team we're just like at the wrong place we need to we're like one step away like if this was bubbling around Last year, when we were when we got Aaron Gordon, I'd be like, "Yo, let's get Ben Simmons. That'd be amazing." But now I'm like, "We can't. Uh, we can't do it." Right, right. I feel you. But does this change? I mean, what do you think about about Joel Embiid coming out and saying this in public? I mean, keep in mind the context here, right? At this point, Ben has turned down an offer to sort of meet and work out with Philadelphia players. He he has he's not going to report to camp. There's this report now that he doesn't want to play. Do you think this is with like Embiid? becoming a media spectacle as part of the process? <laughs> well, I think so it's the last step. Listen, in the man, I think this is something that happens in certain markets. Now, obviously, who Ben and Embiid and how this all happened are the most important factors. But that it's happening in Philadelphia. I've, I've long held the stance that for as much as we bemoan the lack of attention on Denver. Oh, that it's actually a, a beautiful a blessing. blessing. I mean, remember MPJ's comments, right, about yes. not shooting enough in the playoffs. Yes. Um, 
people were really hot and heated about that outside of Denver for 48 yeah, hours. Yeah, in Denver, they were like, Whatever. God, I hope we get that special teams coach for the Broncos. Right, right. And then it went away, right? We never heard yeah. about it again. So all these things that could be harped on, that could fester, of course. that could spiral out of hand because of the media, because of people like us, doesn't really happen here in Denver. And I do think that's an advantage. Back in the day, John Elway felt famously like he was being, he was under so much scrutiny from the media that he... Uh, he was asked a question about what Halloween treats he was giving out. And he was like, I'm drowning here. Like, every, like, leave me alone. Like there was, there have been a few moments, the Tim Tebow saga, Peyton Manning. There are moments when the city of Denver can be as have as much scrutiny and it feel the same weight as what we're talking about here. It's just, unfortunately the Denver nuggets don't garner that type of attention here in Denver yet. I hope that they do like, um, but you're right. I mean, it sounds miserable. Like these guys, everything they say is like uh, just taken the wrong way regardless. I mean, like it, it, they they don't ever feel like they're having fun when they're doing these press conferences on the East Coast. Like it, the New York Knicks players. I mean, you're right. It is. There is a, 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 a beauty to being able to grow uh, this little plant of ours in the dark in the dark right there and is then, something to it yeah and, and then you wake up and you're like oh man this is amazing and then but then we get all indignant like why is it right, paying attention to our plant i know, I know. <laughs> it's a pretty plant <laughs> I know. yeah i know but maybe we don't want like maybe we just want to keep it for ourselves does this i mean i does this tell you anything about mb though i mean like the fact that he's just saying it i mean do you have an issue with that i kind of like it man to be honest i mean I, this to me it's like in the public this is terrible like right. they should absolutely have these conversations behind closed doors but then when you give like idiot jackasses like us this type of fodder so that when we're talking about philadelphia later on in the year we can just absolutely decimate their very existence and uh, by using their own words against them no of course you shouldn't have this conversation in the media no it, I, I mean i love it because it's not my team if it was my team i would be, want to crawl under a rock right right I get. I guess I just appreciate the honesty, man. Like, I yes. wouldn't it be so cool to ask a player a question and they just tell you exactly. You, you could how stop. It would not, for me, it would be awesome to ask a player a question and I'd be like, "Will you sign my chest?" Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you love me back? <laughs> no, I just think it'd be really cool to hear exactly what someone's feeling. I, I know. I, I listen. I get it. I mean, like, because I mean, but you know, you realize that your world is is full of this where you're looking to have an actual connection with people that don't want to have it back with you. So like the idea that somebody would actually sort of meet you where you're at when you're trying to do your job, I'm sure is very refreshing for, but from the fan perspective, like, what is this guy doing? Like, why are you, why are you discuss? You can't air this kind of laundry in the, I know. In the public eye, I know. but you just want to write like a hot, like, you know, I just want to write about it. Yeah, yeah totally. Looks awesome. you just, like you just want to dissect it. I mean, which you probably should anyway, like this is yet another, point in the differentiation between the way that the Sixers have been built. We trust the process versus we don't skip steps like where we've gotten to by relying not only on talent, but also uh, on personality and like actually taking locker room into consideration when she, when team right. building and like really actually like acknowledging that human beings are involved in this little chest or this little uh, computer algorithm you're putting together, which is what the nuggets do. And like it fault, you know, like People who don't follow the team will always, you know, use that as as a mark against them that they pay their players too much and they put too much stock. They they like their own players too much and they value things that other people who don't watch basketball all the time don't they value. Like they they want us to get Jimmy Butler. They want right. us to get like the All Star. They're they're not making a, a push to get the right guys, but. 
man, there's something to this not being just like a one year in and out. You know, this is right. a long form story. And like, with, especially with a player like Jokic, man, like you can't like just make things awkward and weird and like, um, you know, just try and fit things together that don't fit just because it feels like it's the right move, you know, from like a fan's feet perspective. Sure, sure. So, you know what? Screw you, Philadelphia. I'm happy to hear you're falling apart. Uh, Joel Embiid is a good player, but he's not as good as Jokic. I think we know that. Um, so, yeah, good. Great. You know what I thought was interesting about it, though? At one point, it's a really, really long answer. I, uh, you can find it on Twitter, guys. All those Philadelphia reporters have put it out there. Um, Kyle Newbeck, I believe, has the full answer fully transcribed. But at one point, he starts talking about how this conversation around Ben is borderline disrespectful to the rest of his teammates and the guys currently on the team. And, and, and he elaborates, I mean, not just that all the focus is on a guy who's not there and not them, but also all this talk about the spacing and, and all the excuses for what does and doesn't work for Joel and Ben. And B points out, like they've had shooters this entire time, and he starts naming all the shooters yeah, on the roster JJ and, Reddick, and all the guys had, who are yeah, should be in a position Harris to help shoot, them win. Like, so it's just a different style of leadership. Like when we always laud, and I'm not saying it's necessarily effective. I guess I'm just noting like we laud Jokic for this approach, but I think this approach is actually just who he is. Of course, and it it's is. Not, it's not like he's doing something right. He's being himself. Not necessarily that he's doing something right. He's not doing anything. He's incapable of being anything but himself. But I feel the same way about Embiid. As as much as it's more an active than a passive thing, I think this is just who he is and not hiding that and not lying that. And if he's asked a question and he has thoughts, he's going to give them to you. Oh, I can tell you, if Joel Embiid was on my team, I would... I'd refer to him as the top human. He'd be my number one guy. Like, he's awesome. He just is, like, not Jokic. And the the fact that the, um, the team is falling apart and that uh, the people of Philadelphia have been so incendiary towards us just makes this all the sweeter. Spike, I hope you're reading that. I hope you're listening right now. He's not, team but falls apart, shout out, Spike. And I hope that you have to start all over with some other dumb little catchphrase that doesn't catch on. Let's go. All right, after the break, <laughs> should the Nuggets trade for Ben Simmons? Just kidding. After the break, <laughs> we've got Harrison Wind live from his hotel room in San Diego. We're going to get some updates. Uh, we're going to need some updates from day three of training camp. I can't no, wait, dude. Dude, no better. It's a little chilly today, but I'm ready for a breeze. We'll to be windy. honest, like I don't know if I'm more excited to hear about what the Nuggets did or just to see the chiseled and welcoming face of Harrison Wind. I miss him already. <laughs> uh, all right, well, here's the deal, fam. The weekend's fast approaching. We got. Do we have online with D-Line tomorrow? I don't know. I can't decide. All right, so that's a yes. You should do that. I should do uh, it. If he does it, that's a great way to start your weekend. Um, one way to enhance the online with D-Line experience <laughs> is with our partner, Solace Meds. Uh, it's my favorite place to purchase marijuana these days. This premier dispensary is always hooking it up, and they have four convenient Colorado locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge. Wheat Ridge. Wheat Ridge. One off Broadway and one oh, just I've blocks heard, away. I've heard wheat, but I've never heard the ridge that you've Wheat Ridge. <laughs> one off Broadway and one just blocks away from East Colfax, uh, from the DMVR bar on yeah. East Colfax. It's September. Well, it's, well, here's, look, you're running out of time for it's September. It's still September. September. If you get in there today, uh, Con America Gummies, 25% off. Strains Tinctures, 20% off. Rockin' Cartridges, 25% off. Glacier Concentrates, 20% off. If you're really confused by all the words that I just said yeah. and you're just there to buy some flour, um, walk in there, shout DNVR20 at the top of your lungs. DNVR20! Don't even look anyone in the eyes. Just start <laughs> screaming it Grab as soon things as you... and just say, DNVR20! Start tipping tables and shit. <laughs> Uh, don't do that, but do say DNVR20 when you check out. You're going to get 20% off your entire order, plus 
a uh, free solace bar or king oh, cone man, just remember to use code dnvr20 to save 20 percent off your entire purchase at solace meds 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 <laughs> I'm told we have a new Chevalier mortgage read. What? Uh, would have been better if I if I read it first. Yeah, yeah. See, this is what happened to me last time. Yeah. There. I didn't. Not only did I not read the ads, I didn't know where to find them. Yep. Or what ads I was supposed to read. Yeah, it's and really hard. There's a large block of text, and you look at it for the first time if you're me, and you have to not only read the whole thing, summarize it, and put it in your own words. Yeah, it's a little difficult. Uh, some stuff's <laughs> highlighted, some stuff isn't. But here's the deal. Chevalier Mortgage's ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing and ultimately, hopefully, these ad reads. They strive to give their, bar their uh, borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind and with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrower borrowers first. Something to keep in mind for homeowners with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that. Make this bubble work for you. You do it with Chevalier Mortgage, all right? Here's the deal. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. Uh, you can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. As you guessed, they do have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, though, get set up with that free consultation to discuss all your options. One more time, that's dnvrmortgage.com. If you don't know how to spell mortgage, Google it. Uh, Michael Yay. Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Ugh. One more ad read, Eric. Uh, Buckle up. It's your favorite. It's it? time to make beef business your business because we're in business with the best in the beef business. Hassle Cattle? Hassle Cattle Company, aka that blue collar beef, aka that wag Dude, you. I gotta make a freaking order. Dude, you are we like? Are you talking about making a bulk order right now? Can get some wagyu with me in a bulk order, and if we use code DNVR, Eric, we're gonna get ten percent off that order. I know what you're thinking. We've used that code before. You can keep on using it. Save ten percent every single time with DNVR ten at checkout. Another way, Eric, for you to get that wagyu up in your body. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, I, I don't know why I did that. Uh, whatever. The, the DMVR bar in York and Colfax, uh, come here and then order one of the burgers from our revamp menu. You're going to find some delicious Wagyu beef on your plate in no time. All right, that's oh. it. I feel a breeze. It's time to get windy. Uh, I'm ready to get wind up in my body. It's time to get informed. Kale, if you have them, let's bring Harrison wind up in my body. Oosh. Oh, oh there's green back there he is Dude, can we get a green screen effect with harrison can we hear him though <laughs> yes no I'm, I'm i'm actually not in my hotel room i'm on like the, the third floor of the ucsd student center i have no idea where i am <laughs> yeah i don't know where you are yet i don't know where that school can you guys is hear me? yeah we can hear you we yeah. can hear you we're just well, a little it's in san diego Oh, okay. Okay. okay that's it. So Harrison, what's up, man? How was training camp day three? How were the vibes? Who'd you talk to? What can you tell us? It was good, man. Uh, it was a shorter practice today because they had Will Barton go down yesterday. So I don't think they want to you know, pick up any more injuries here. So it was a shorter practice today. Pretty light stuff. Uh, they're scrimmaging tomorrow. Uh, they're scrimmaging tomorrow. I will not be at practice tomorrow, but big scrimmage day of training camp is tomorrow. So that should be exciting. But yeah, today was a light practice. Vibes are great, man. The vibes are honestly great. Being, I feel like, in San Diego can do that for you. Sure. But um, Michael Malone was great. He looks great. He looks refreshed. 
like I posted a uh, I posted a video of him talking about Nicole Jokic's new kid, and somebody replied like Michael Malone looks great. I was like, he kind of does. He looks like refreshed, ready to go. Oh, man. Uh, he doesn't have that oh, strain of like uh, the the regular season on him quite yet. Nice. Um, so we spoke with him. We spoke with Monte Morris today about just being the starter and, and, and what that entails. But overall, the vibes are great. That's awesome, man. Did you um, – so kind of a, the inverse, right, how it usually goes. This time Malone didn't like the way it looked day one, and it got better from there. Yeah. Day one was a sloppy practice, of course. Day two was much better. And he said this yesterday, but um, he he went back and looked at the film from – the first day of practice and he was thinking to himself was it i thought this was the worst practice in the world when it happened you know looking back on it probably wasn't the worst practice in the world so it's kind of like malone right after a, a rough loss sure you know it's like the end of the world but you give him a day or two and uh it's it, you can put everything in perspective yesterday harrison you tweeted that will barton was uh left practice in a boot after rolling his ankle are there any updates on that brother so he's still in a boot. Uh, he did not practice today. Okay. I doubt he practices tomorrow. Um, I sitting here right now on Thursday. I guess I'd be surprised if he played in the pre- preseason game on Monday okay. against the Clippers. Uh, yeah, he, he's still in the boot. I think he'll be in the boot for another day or two. But the swelling went down. I was told from last night to today. So he definitely avoided you know anything serious. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it's weird. You know, the Nuggets vaunted starting lineup obviously only has, uh, two members that, that are playing right now, you know, Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. So it's, uh, it's a little different feel in that respect. Sure. Who'd you get a chance to talk to today, man? So I talked with Monte. I also talked with Austin Rivers for like 10 minutes. I, I was just like chatting with Austin Rivers, who is, is wise beyond his years, I feel like. Uh, he's seen a lot in this league for sure, but you know Monte Monte is the starting point guard of this team, and with that, you know there's some starting point guard duties that I think he's growing into. Okay, like Malone was talking about this today, but he's been getting on Monte and being like, "Dude, like you need to get everybody in line. Like you need to be a leader. You need to use your voice." Nicole Jokic isn't here, but you know you need to like tell Jokic where to stand mm. on some plays. And, like, that's tough, telling the MVP of the league where to stand. Sure. Um, so he's he's growing into that, learning how to use his voice a little more. Um, but, you know, the Nuggets have a ton of confidence in Monte Morris. They haven't named a starter, I guess. But, I mean, we know it's Monte. Yeah. And I think everybody's pretty comfortable with that. Cool, man. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Uh, I don't think anyone doubts that. I, I think it's probably going to be going to be my Harrison, Can you pronounce the name of Jokic's uh, new baby? <laughs> it's uh, what is it? Something Jenna. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's nailed it. it. Something Jenna. Oh, Let's oh ask them if they want to be on the show. Yeah, and no, a lot of that. people are saying that there's a lot of uh, extras rocking around in the background. Harrison, have you asked to play or have you played hacky sack with any of them? <laughs> I didn't see any hacky sack games going on. Everybody's probably like wondering what the hell I'm doing, just talking Us about included. the in this student section. This is, this is a weird vibe for sure. 
I'm trying to keep my voice down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. It's actually You're cracking me up. super annoyed with me right now. <laughs> yeah, someone's writing a term paper just like three feet from you. Um, hey, so when we talked to Monte Morris on that on that media day call, he obviously elaborated on on missing some, some time in his recovery uh, from that injury. Was there any conversation today at all about just sort of what kind of shape he's in and how ready he feels to, to get back after it? I think he's ready to go. Um, he looks good. Like he said last week, he's put on like 10 pounds. Uh, he looks ready to go, I think. So it's funny, just kind of talking to some people here, you know, around the team at camp. They need the Monte Morris that showed up in the playoffs, mm. you know, to be the guy that shows up from day one of the regular season. They need playoff Monte Morris, you know, the guy who's super aggressive, who's looking for his shot coming off screens, that's trying to get to the rim. Uh, that, that, that's trying to break the defense down. They need that Monte Morris from day one. The Nuggets really believe this. Not, you know, the Monte that comes off the bench and just tries to run his team and be unselfish. You know, they want him to do all those things, but they really want him to be the guy he was in the playoffs, aggressive, explosive, um, just really confident and looking for his offense. They want Monte to be that guy on, on opening night. It's exciting, man. I honestly am I, as bummed as we are about the Jamal Murray thing. I'm really excited to see what Monte can do with this. Yeah, yeah. Ray asks a great question here in the chat. I'm curious of this as well. And do you? I don't even know if you know the question, but was Rivers running as the starter without Barton, or was it PJ? You know, that's a good question. Um, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I think they mixed it up a lot today. Okay. I don't think they really scrimmaged at all today, actually. Um, They'll, of course, scrimmage tomorrow, but I do not think they scrimmage at all today. You know, I would have to think it would be Austin Rivers would be my prediction on that. Um, yeah, that's. I don't that's, know. It could be PJ. I don't know though. I don't know. That's interesting because yeah, PJ was like in line and was taking those minutes as the starter, and then he got hurt, and then Austin Rivers like had his rise that Austin Rivers game and. That is, I'm, I'm really curious about that, actually. Yeah, and is there more utility in warming PJ up as a backup two or maybe, I mean, as the starting two by default or maybe a backup three where he's going to play anyway? So yeah, interesting. they probably like to spread it around and get as many looks as they can. Uh, what else did you get from Monte today? Um, that's really it for Monte. Uh, I was talking to Austin Rivers, and I'll have a, a piece with a bunch of his quotes coming out nice. later this afternoon. But yeah. Um, yeah. Austin Rivers is is fascinating, man. Uh, he he really feels at home in Denver, and something that he told me that I didn't really pick up on before. A key reason he came back to the Nuggets was because he really vibes with the coaching staff here. And if you think about it, Austin Rivers, the son of a coach, Doc Rivers, of course, Michael Malone, the son of a coach, David Adelman, Denver's top assistant, the son of a coach. Hmm. So he thinks that this coaching staff just gets him because they kind of know what it's like to be the son of a coach. That's really and interesting. Austin Rivers has talked about how, like, you know, some things he said and kind of the rap on him is is totally out of line and just false. And there's a lot of stuff out there in the NBA universe that's not true about him. But he thinks kind of the Nuggets coaching staff, because they know the situation that he comes from, being Doc Rivers' son, they can kind of see through the bullshit in, in that regard. What else from Austin, man? Um, he's, you know, he's just excited. He had a lot of interest from, from other teams, even before he signed with the Nuggets. 
late last season. You know, he had a lot of interest from other playoff teams, Milwaukee, Dallas, I think he told me today. Um, but, you know, he wanted to come back to Denver just because he was comfortable with the coaching staff here. Also, it's just a really good team. He told me Michael Porter Jr. is going to be an all-star this season. What? He said he's looked great during mm. camp. So, um, you know, and also it was proved last year that the guy can defend. And that's something that I, I did not know about him. And, you know, the rep on him was definitely not a defensive player throughout his career so far. But, you know, he proved he can play a role. And I think he's going to play a really similar role you know, this season. And Denver's going to have a great bench. You know, Nuggets are going to have another great second unit this year. You know, we talked earlier in the week about MPJ taking Bull under his wing. Maybe kind of an unexpected pairing in so far as MPJ, not technically a veteran or anything. I've really been fascinated by the way Austin Rivers has sort of at least seemingly done something similar with Porter, whether that's just publicly how he talks about him to us, the media, or how they treat each other, you know, behind the scenes. But they really look like a, a close pair. Yeah, there's like something too. He's another guy that, um, again, has like seen what it looks like for his career to be over. Like he was out of the league with mm. no interest for some amount of time. And so it's cool to like have guys with perspective that like sort of understand the precious nature of, you know, being in the NBA and like wanting to actually, even if you're not playing to be able to have to leave a mark on it, even through, you know, being a mentor, being a coach, being, being able to help others and wanting to help others. To, um, and maybe that also comes from what Harrison is talking about being the son of a coach and just being around that type of relationship your whole life that just naturally makes you want to coach other people, you know? For sure. For yeah. sure. I think there's that little bond between those two because Porter, of course, had the quote in the Clippers series about how to beat these guys. We need to get other people involved, which I think he was kind of right about, but it obviously wasn't the right way to go about saying that. Sure. And I think Austin saw that and saw how that quote kind of wrote the story in a lot of people's minds for just who Michael Porter is, you know, people outside of Denver mostly who don't know a ton about him. And I think Austin saw that was like, you know, that's kind of happened to me with, with some stuff I've said in the past, like stuff's gotten out and it's kind of defined how people look at me. So right. I, I think there's a little bit of a bond because of that. And an interesting point here in the comments as well, MPJ also the son of a coach. So maybe there's something there. Right. What else from Austin, yeah. Mr. Wind? Um, you know, there's a lot, man. Uh, just take us through it. We definitely, yeah, we definitely covered a lot. Just um, uh, kind of like we were just saying, how um, you know, there's a rep about him that he, uh, you know, if he's not playing, he's not going to be happy. Uh, that that was the rep on him before he signed in Denver, and why there was some hesitancy from people around the league to sign him. You know, if this guy's not playing 20 minutes a night, if he's not contributing. He's not going to be happy. He's going to be a problem in the locker room. These are mm. things that people said about Austin Rivers. Um, what he told me today, he goes, first off, that's not true. Um, but second off, like, it'd be a little concerning if you had a player on your team who wasn't playing and was happy about not playing. <laughs> you know? Like bull bull. Right, right. <laughs> like this, right. Like, this is down, sick. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good yeah. point. Like, that's an interesting if, point. If you have a guy who's not playing and he's content in that, like, that's a bit of a red flag. Yeah, that's not like Richard like, Jefferson the last year we had him when he right. was like, what do you mean go in? Like, what? Wait, like, <laughs> like, in the game? <laughs> right, like, now? What are you talking yeah. about? So you yeah. don't get the sense then when that, I mean, there are so many reasons we've heard from Rivers about why he came back to Denver. 
I mean, I know this is sort of a pointing question. I don't know if you know the answer. Do you get the sense that that's contingent upon playing time at all then? No, he had no idea really how much playing time he was going to get this season when he resigned. Um, mm. I mean, he knew he was probably going to be the backup shooting guard. Like, that's what they told him his role was probably going to be. But you don't know how many minutes comes with that. Right. Uh, you know, you don't know what, what trades can be made, what roster moves can be made. He never had a guarantee about how much he would play. But, you know, he just wanted to come back because this was a really good team. And um, he vibes with the coaching staff. He vibes with the front office. Everybody fucks um, with Mike. Yeah, after practice today, he was just – I was waiting to talk to him. And practice was already wrapped up. Most guys are on the bus heading back to the hotel. And Austin Rivers is just chatting with Popeye Jones and Jason Terry, like off in one corner of the gym, the far corner of the gym, uh, for like 20 minutes. So I think he's just a guy who who vibes with everyone and who, who kind of sees things from a coach's perspective because his, his dad's a coach. Sure. And um, just kind of talks talks basketball with everyone. I only have one question left. Please tell me something about Bones. I need this. Anything. And it, just anything. Do you just see say him? his name? Even Could you, if did he? Does he? What does he smell like? Is he an Axe body spray guy? <laughs> he's rolling it with a headband. Yes. It seems like the headband is going to be. Finally, it's something worth reporting on. Let's go. Let's go. What kind of headband are we talking <laughs> Hang on, about? I'm going to tweet this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of those thicker headbands, too. It like takes up his whole head. Dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. He's definitely rocking the headband. Any, looks like this any indication if that is in his plans to include that in his regular season attire? Or is this strictly training camp San Diego vibes? I think he's going to rock the head. Oh, let's go, dude. I love yes. this. Yeah. That was a big update. <laughs> so yeah. big, dude. Yeah. Uh, a... let, let me see if I've got anything else. Right <laughs> you can make stuff um, up, too. If you want. Yeah, we, how would we know? We wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Saunders is here. Oh, yeah, what's that about? Coach. What's that about? You know, this is just something that happens at training camp. Like coaches that are fired just hang out around other teams, and you know, everybody, every coach in the NBA knows one another. Right. Every everybody in the NBA just knows each other. So, I believe you know when Malone was fired in Sacramento, I think it was Flip Saunders who was coaching the Timberwolves at that time. Uh. Obviously, Ryan Saunders' father, and so I think Flip, um, who passed away, you know, several years ago now. But I think he invited Malone to Timberwolves camp years ago, right when Malone got fired from Sacramento. So I think this is Malone paying it forward, to be honest. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, man. Any Anything else we need to know before we uh, get out of here today? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um, what would you name uh, Brendan's daughter if he had a daughter? I said we'd name him, name her LaFanda. LaFanda vote or <laughs> or Brendan too. Yeah, I'm not quite there on LaFanda yet. I would name her Brandon. Yeah, Brandon vote. I think so too. <laughs> Good idea. Done. Yeah. Done. So are you back tomorrow, Harrison? Uh, will, will we see you in Denver tomorrow? Yeah, I'm flying back in a couple hours. I'll be on the show tomorrow. Um, did you hear Jokic had a baby? We did. What? Yeah, we did okay. hear that. Yep. Yeah, we've okay. we've covered that. So yeah, so I don't think he's going to be here um, this week at camp. I wonder if I'm not re- reporting this, but I wonder if 
he just doesn't play in the first two preseason games. And his yeah. first game is that third preseason game at home against Minnesota, I think. I wonder if that is the first time we'll see Jokic in a game. Well, who starts at center? Isaiah Hart. Oh, wait. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that make me laugh every Because it's really it's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's going to be Jeff Green and Aaron Gordon in the front court. I think Aaron Gordon would typically be the center, or right. I guess by default there. But that's who the front court's been, you know, this week with no Jokic here. Jeff Green and Aaron Gordon on the starting unit. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for taking the trip, dude. We're excited to see you uh, back in the HQ, back in the homeland tomorrow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Let those uh, San Diego kids see how it's done. You need to get some hack going, get some sack rocking, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I might take a little walk around campus here, see what's up. Oh, hell yeah, dude. You gotta let the you gotta let that chin walk, baby. <laughs> Take care, Harrison. We appreciate you, man. Ah, uh, God, I feel so much better having seen Harrison. How about you? Yeah, I felt weird not having him around. Let's name your daughter Bones. Shit, that I'm in. <laughs> Bones vote. Bones chicken vote. Oh, chicken, chicken, chicken how vote. About, how about um? How about a casual Friday tomorrow, Eric? You want to do that with me? Oh, I'm ready to get so offensively casual dude it's gonna be awesome sounds like wind is in uh, something tells me we can get superstar dev to log in from the oh, janitor's closet of his <laughs> educational institution where he works a full-time job let's freaking go dude. i wonder if they know he works here i don't think so yeah i don't think so either <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing him though uh new edition of the steps as as expected um I'll be writing them, so do not expect there to be any any rhyme or reason whatsoever no. to the difficulty of the questions. <laughs> no. But it should be fun. We appreciate you. And uh, hey, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Let's go. No nuggets. All right, before we get out of the show, I'm going to tell you about Strava Craft Coffee one more time. I love it so much. I'm just, I'm just pushing it on you. You have no choice. I'm your pusher, man. Strava Craft Coffee CBD infused coffee right now when you order it from Strava Craft Coffee themselves. You can get 25% off your first purchase when you use code DNVR25. But wait, there's more. You can also get 20% off every shipment when you subscribe to their subscription service. You choose what flavor, what dosage when it comes to you every two, four, six, eight weeks. Strava Craft Coffee to leave you honking like a goose. Go get some.